It is BJ, one more time, bjshow.co. Is that what it is, John? Oh, yeah. That's exactly where we are. <laughs> it, it, coming soon, bjshow.co. Yeah, it's not there yet. Okay. We're doing a show. Um, I guess you call this a talk show, right? Absolutely. Why not? John, that's what we do. John is interesting. Boy, you got all sorts of people putting some love on you with the fact that you're doing a show with me. I'm thinking to myself, I'm, you know, he sends me this thing over the weekend where, where you announced to some of you. And, and to give you an idea of how well John Combest is, is connected, one of the persons that wished him well in this show is Eric Schmidt. Well, hey, now, Brad, also, that's true. And when people send me text messages or, or direct messages, I, I, I don't talk about it like publicly, but I mean, I think, I, I think Eric would be okay with that. But in general, I don't, I'm not a big, uh, read my resume or my Rolodex guy, but, but yeah, I mean, a number of people have reached out and are, are excited about it. You're not like a JC Corcoran guy where his, yeah. where I, I don't, I don't need to. And I also like my friends to know that when they reach out to me, uh, I don't talk about it publicly. Wow. Boy, I, I just blew it up then when I mentioned Eric Schmidt. No, that's it? all right. That's all right. A number of people. We started for those for those who are listening today. If you're on Instagram, you can go to we call when we when we pretty up our audio quotes. You know, the the youth today call it a glow up. So if you go to BJ Show Afterglow on Instagram, the official name is the Brad and John Show, but the 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 handle is BJ Show Afterglow. You can find uh, clips about the marijuana tax. You can find – actually, Brad, I posted our um, discussion topics for Monday and Tuesday. I'm posting our, our last Wednesday topics right after we get off today. But a, a number of people have reached out. They want to know how they can listen to the streaming live. They want to know. I, gotta, I woke up this morning to a prominent member of St. Louis Media asking me where our show archive is. And uh, I'll give him an answer someday. A prominent member of St. Louis Media. Okay, who? I, I do. I, 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 I won't say his name. Is you that, know how I am. Is that J.C. Corcoran again? It is not J.C. <laughs> oh, okay, not making fun of J.C. I see. Can I tell you a story? Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. J.C. is now working. Um, he's on the stations that are owned by uh, Buzz Echelkamp. As a matter of fact, he's doing the K-Wolf thing. He's the morning guy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I called up J.C. I don't know. Before he was on the air, they didn't have this transmitter up or something. I don't know what the deal was. And I called him on. I said, hey, let's go in here. I can't. I'm under contract. I'm going, dude, I'm a crappy-ass little radio station. Come That's on. Great. I mean, and, and if you called up your boss and said, hey, do you mind if I go on the air with Brad? He'd say, nah, I don't care. Dude, knock yourself out. <laughs> but, you know, I, I'm going like, okay, I can't. You can't go on the air. Now, the interesting thing for me is that once upon a time, the J.C. Corcoran's of the world would – have I mean, like he made his 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 way in St. Louis by being the guy that showed up at the Camo X live broadcast and tried to crash the Camo X live broadcast. Yeah, wacky stunts right, like right, shenanigans, right? right like right, the crazy stuff. Right. Yeah, and especially going after the competition. And yep. there was a time in the radio business when that was that was like what everybody did. I mean, if if so and so was broadcasting, you know, live, you know, at at the the local whatever it was, the bar down the street. You showed up at the b place next to the bar down the street. You know what I mean? It was just yeah. it was just the way yeah. things were. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, let's get, you know, and the crazy thing about it is in my radio career, I had some really good bosses when I first got in the business. And I'll never forget, one of my bosses used to, I mean, there was two terms he used to always say. He said, don't ever let your show get too big for the room. Now, 
You haven't been in a lot of radio studios, but John, I'm telling you, most radio studios are not that big. When you were down, yeah. you went down to Columbia at the the Eagle. How big would you say that air studios? Uh, the room was probably uh, ten by ten. Which is not a very big room, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's I mean smaller than my kitchen, right? It's and and most radio stations, the studios, are pretty small unless they're like a you got lots of money like KWMU where you can have a big monster studio. But of course, you know, taxpayers are paying for that. Yeah, but that's exactly. a whole other story. So his his quote was, "Don't ever let your show get too big for the room." The idea being is you're in a little small studio, you're standing in front of a microphone, sitting in front of a microphone, you're in there by yourself. Don't get to the point where your head gets so big that you, oh, everybody's listening to me. His second thing was, and this is sort of an interesting thing that you, when you talk about dynamics of ratings and things like that, he said you could be the number one DJ in Los Angeles and 97% of the population of LA would have no idea who you are. Yes. And the idea yes, being is point. with a, a market that large, there's so many radio stations, and for so many years in St. Louis, it was to the point where Camox was number one with like a 20, and then the next radio station was like a, a you know, a 5.2 or something like that. In most markets, the difference between number one and number five is tenths of a point. So you could be the number one radio station in L.A. with like a five share, and the number two radio station could be like a 4.8 share, and the number three could be a 4.7 share. And to the yeah. point, the idea being is you take the piece of pie and you slice it into 60 different slices Everybody's got a little tiny piece of the pie. And nobody has a massive piece of the pie. Because of that, if you're the number one DJ in Los Angeles, 97% of the people have no idea who the hell you are. Yeah, Yeah, it's it's humbling, and a lot of people need that. Well, but the point being is I'm fully aware of the fact that I'm on a small station. You know, we don't have a full market coverage station. We're what we call a suburban FM, which means we don't cover the entire market. But to a certain extent, that's an advantage for us because of the fact that if you're listening, and like, like for, let's say, for example, you run a business in St. Charles County, and like, for example, my old buddy Randy Bluestone, who passed away way too, way too earlier in Country Club Car Washes, okay? He had, um, I think he's got four in St. Charles County. I'm trying to think. Of, I know he, he started with one there at Zumble in 94, and then he had second one, K&N and O'Fallon. So let's say all his car washes are in St. Charles County. Nothing against WIL. But if you want a WIL, it wouldn't necessarily be the most efficient buy for him because of the fact that he's covering. He's wasting it. Yeah, yeah he's, he's wasting got, all that coverage. He got all the people in Illinois, all the people down in Jefferson County. Chances are nobody's going to drive from Belleville to get their car washed in St. Charles County. But right. if he's a car guy and he's got a um, Chevrolet dealership and he's in St. Charles County, like Trenary or something like that, you know, people go like, oh, Jim Trenary, he's got the special on, you know, the new, what, the new Camaro. And he's the only one that's got the super duper, you know, double helix yeah. Camaro. <laughs> you know, I'm going over that. You know, once again, I, that's, yep. that makes sense. But anyway. Okay. Say the guy's name again. John Leguizamo. It ends with an M. M-O. John Leguizamo. And he is, he's, um, if you watch the John Wick movies, are you in a John Wick no, I don't think I've ever seen one. Oh, my God. You need to get into John Wick. John Wick is is just, the first time I saw it, I thought to myself, man, this is, I think the only problem is I've, I've seen number one, I've seen number two. I think they're up to number four. And what I've seen is I've seen little snippets of it. Oh, okay, this is sort of, what's the old thing? It's Jump the Shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fonzie jumping the shark. Right. If you know the, the whole deal behind it, essentially it's, um, He's. I'll give you a synopsis of the how the whole the the show starts or the the series starts. He's a professional hitman. He's an assassin, and he retires. 
and by a very strange, weird coincidence, he runs into the son of one of the guys he used to hire who is a mafia, mafia uh, a Russian mob, mafia dude, and has a very strange interchange with him. And the guy comes back, the son of the Russian mafia guy, comes back at night to steal his car and ultimately kills his dog. Okay, that's, that's how the whole crazy thing starts. And the John Wick, the first movie is John Wick coming out of retirement as an assassin and essentially killing 14,000 people in the first nice. 20 minutes of the movie. I mean, nice. that's, it's just in one, in a couple scenes alone, literally, he kills like 35 Russian bodyguards. You know, I mean, just boom, 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 boom. That's a feel-good movie for the holidays. <laughs> right. I like it. <laughs> you won't see it on the Hallmark Channel, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, so... Here's John, and, and once again, say it again. Leguizamo. Hold on a minute. Okay, let me, I got it right here. Okay. He is complaining that Univision let Trump do an interview, and they did not give him a lot of grief. Oh, so they should have been uh, more confrontational is what Leguizamo is saying. Here's the first paragraph. John, actor John Leguizamo called out Univision in an extended rant on The Daily Show for interviewing former President Donald Trump. Quote, I don't know what is more shocking, Leguizamo said, that Univision gave Trump a softball interview or that Trump let a Latin guy into his house. That's, they, a, that's kind of a funny line. They, they interviewed him. Trump got, he got interviewed Don at, at Mar-a-Lago. Okay. So here we go again. If my old college professor... Camille Winter was still around. The idea being that if you're on Univision, you don't ever talk about Trump. It's all dem- Democrat, 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 Democrat. Yeah. If you're on Fox, you don't ever talk about the Democrats. It's all Republican, Republican. I mean, what happened to journalism? And yeah. not only that, a softball interview. I mean, I don't quite get that. I mean, they asked him questions. He was, and, and the interesting part of it is, is that... They refer, and this is something I see more and more, a softball interview is considered to be that because the interviewer was not confrontational with the interviewee. Right. And I'm going like, no, hold on a minute now. I mean, confrontational is one thing, but to me, a good interview is, like, for example, I still say, and I get people who get mad at me when I say this, one of the best interviewers in the business, at least he used to be, I don't think he's that is good anymore because the show's gone to hell, but that's a whole other story, is the king of all media. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Howard Stern. Howard Stern, the king of all media, okay? Because what Howard Stern would do is he would ask the questions that you really wanted to know. Yes, that no would, other interviewer would ask. Right, sure. and a lot of times they were like, okay, uh, so... Uh, you had intimate relations with this movie star. Uh, what kind of underwear did she wear? You know, that's yeah, the, that's yeah, the kind of question. Sal- or, a little bit more salacious. And, right. and you know that you wouldn't hear that anywhere else. Right. You would never hear uh, somebody on the Today Show ask somebody about something like that. Okay. And I remember when, when, when Trump, Trump used to go on the, on the Howard Stern show all the time. I don't know if you yeah, know this or not. Yeah. This was before uh, Trump went Howard went to, crazy. Right. Yeah. And this is before uh, Howard went on the satellite. And he used to be right here on the air. They had it, you know, over the air broadcast, didn't have to pay for it, and it was on the, the point, KPNT yep. 105.1 or 104.105.7. 105.7. And I will never forget, there was one day when Stern was asking about, um, I can't remember which one of his wives had an affair with his bodyguard. You know who I'm talking about? 
Uh, I don't know that story. Was actually. it was it Marla Maples? Was it well, that's when he was married to? I don't to? know. I, well, I'm not sure. Anyway, he had an affair with um, the the bodyguard. Had an affair with with Trump's wife, and Trump essentially, very bluntly said, "I paid that man good money. I paid that man a lot of money to guard my wife, and he violated the trust of my of of me, and he violated the trust of my organization. He violated the trust of my family, and he said." I will make that life, that guy's life miserable till the day he dies. Wow. And, yeah. Trump, and, and Stern's like, what, what are we talking about? He says, I will sue him every single day of the rest of his life. I don't care what it's for. I'll just keep suing him. And I'll just make his life a living hell. Yeah. To myself, whoa. <laughs> you yeah. Know? I mean, it, and it's going like, and, and, and he would, and Stern would ask Trump questions. And every single time he would answer. He would never yeah. dodge a question. It's to the point where, like, like who's the guy who was the, the Mayorkas? Is he the guy who's the head of DHS? You're more. Yeah, cool. he was just under questioning. Uh, <sighs> what within the last two weeks? He will never answer a question. Right. You know, I yeah. mean, they ask him. You know, and, and they ask him, "Is the border secure?" Well, let me tell you about my pet dog. No, I don't want to know about you know. You know, is the border secure? Well, let me tell you what I did over the weekend. No. This is why, and this is why, Brad and listeners know this. This is why. Trump was so loved by the media because whether you're George W. Bush or you're Barack Obama or you're sure as heck Joe Biden, you will not get off your helicopter at the White House and stand and ask and answer questions for 90 minutes. If you were the Fox business reporter and you're 24 years old and this is your first stand-up, Trump will take your question and tell you why it's a stupid question for three minutes and you'll have something for your sizzle reel to show your future employers. No other president does that. And that's why the media actually loves Trump. Other than ratings, they love Trump because he gives them so much content and he pays attention to them. But see, I couldn't agree with you more, but I look at it from the aspect of talking about an open book i mean right. you know anybody who says that if you look at our current administration with president biden he is so scripted i mean like every right. once in a while the reporters you know the, the the photojournalists will with their with their long lenses their telephoto lenses will shoot a shot of him holding up his little cards you know what i'm talking about yeah and oh yeah it, yeah it's i mean it's laughable <laughs> and they have he has they have pictures of the reporters no, you know, on on the cards. In other words, he looks at his card, and that way he looks at the card. He knows reporter number one is Jim Smith from Associated Press. He's got his picture on the card. So when he looks up and he sees Jim Smith out in the audience, Jim, you had a question. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm going like, yeah. okay, phony, baloney, baloney, phony. You know what I mean? It's just like, hey, it's like, well, it, you know, it, that's how we would treat Brad. Any if 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 you and I both had our mom and dad around, that's how we would treat somebody that's in an advanced age who isn't all there, we would want to make it as simple as, as, as we could for him. But I don't even know if it's that. I would say it's one step further than that. I would say it's just the fact that it's, it's the, the people behind controlling the narrative. I mean, you well, know, yeah. this, is not, this is not Biden putting these cards together. These are his— Oh, well, of course not. And, yeah. and, and, and talking about a 180-degree difference between Biden and Trump, Trump would— Trump would ask answer a question from anybody. You know what right. I mean? If it of was he would. Yeah. Jim Smith, who was who was you know there from his high school journalism class, you know he, he'd answer he'd he'd take his question. And, and to, it's a great example of when you're that afraid to take any risk or make a mistake, like your upside is so limited. And and how do you think Trump in 2015 became so popular? The fact that he would stand there and actually say what's on his mind. Contrast that with a Jeb with a Jeb Bush. Who just begs for applause after an applause line? Right, right. Well, and you know what? At one point in time, uh, you know who Brian Nieves is, right? 
Right. Okay. Talking about getting an education, I got an education when Brian Nieves did a talk show, not on this station, but our other station. And he was running, at the time he was a state rep and he was running far, he was running far um, state, state senator. senator. Against and, Dick Stratman and, and others. And also Jack Jackson and another guy who yeah. ran for every single thing in the world. I can tell you stories about that, which has changed my life forever. And one of the inter- matter of fact, we're going to get out of here because it's 7.59. I get here in 20 seconds. Let's talk about that tomorrow. Put the Absolutely. list of, I've talked about the difference between Democrats and Republicans and media. Okay? Love it. Okay. Anything uh, to sign off with? Nope. Everybody go to johncombest.com today. Check it out. Check us out on Instagram as well. You'll find the link on my website. Coming up next at 8 o'clock, it is Armstrong and Getty.